The text for this morning's service is taken from Matthew 13, verse 44. Let's read that once again. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Beloved congregation of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, and that includes you, boys and girls, when you first look at this text, the message seems clear. And so does the topic. It's about a treasure and its worth within the realms of the kingdom of God. When we think of a treasure, we think of something that has great cash value, of something that is worth a lot of money. Most people on earth are vigorously pursuing their treasure here on earth, their pot of gold. That is why gambling is practiced on such a wide scale nowadays. And just about every cash register counter in the stores is full of lottery tickets. More and more gambling houses are being built. People pursue their treasure also in the stock markets and in real estate. There is a lot of anxiety and a lot of activity involved surrounding the treasures that we have here on this earth. We pursue it with vigor and protect it with great vigilance. And now the Lord Jesus compares the kingdom of heaven to such a treasure. He says that the treasure that he has in mind is more valuable than anything you'll be able to find here on earth. It is so valuable that it is worth selling everything for you have in order to obtain that treasure. And the application is that we too should seek that heavenly treasure. That, it appears, is the meaning of the text. And indeed, when I first looked at this text, that is how I was going to apply it. I thought it would be especially appropriate seeing that we have a young man in front of us who is about to publicly profess his faith and to state thereby that he has found that heavenly treasure. But then as I studied this text, I began to realize that that is not exactly the topic or the message of this text. For please note that the man in this parable actually does not buy a treasure. No, he buys a field, an ordinary field. Of course, the field contains the treasure, and by owning the field, he will also own the treasure. But he cannot have that treasure without the field. The treasure is only secure within the field. For note well that the treasure was hidden by someone else first, and then when this man of the parable found it, then the original owner was no longer in the picture. And the man in the parable is the one who dug it up and who buried it elsewhere in the field. He wanted to keep that treasure within the field so that he could go out and buy that field. We have to understand this parable within the context of the time that it was written. Most of the people in Israel were poor. They had to slave from early in the morning till late at night in order to make a living. 
They did not have many material possessions. The houses that they lived in were flimsy. And if you did have any valuables at all, then they were not very safe, very secure within your home. For homes were easy to break into. Frequently, property was raided by robbers or by foreign soldiers during time of war. And so, if you had anything of value at all, then you would not keep it in your house, but then you would hide it somewhere else. And it appears that that is exactly what the original owner of that house did. He hid it in a field. It also appears that the owner died before he told anyone about the treasure that he had hidden. And now that property is rented out to a poor man, to that poor man of the parable. And while working out in the field of that rented property, he finds that treasure. Finding that treasure to this man is not what it would like would be like for you and for me. For us, it would probably not mean a significant change of lifestyle. For we are already rich. If you were all of a sudden to come into a million dollars, then you might perhaps buy a new home and take a vacation and give away some money. But for the rest, your life would not change all that much. But for this man, this meant much more. It meant something completely different. It meant that he could now engage in a completely different lifestyle. He would no longer be a poor man. He would no longer have to work from early in the morning till late at night. He would be able to hire servants to help him with the work. Life would be completely different for him. And he found this treasure in an ordinary field, not like any other field in Israel. In the parable, the field and the treasure are mentioned together. You cannot have the one without the other. Now the Lord Jesus says the kingdom of God is also like that. The kingdom of God presents itself like something quite ordinary. When you read the Bible, then you read just ordinary words. In the Bible, you find all kinds of stories, just like you do in other books. Oh, sure, there are some extraordinary stories in there. But there are also lots of extraordinary stories in all kinds of literature as well. In the Bible, you also find all kinds of story about ordinary people. But again, you will also find that in other books as well. And we, as a Christian church here in Edmonton, are also a group of very ordinary people, aren't we? In most ways, we are just like other groups of people. We are all human beings who, like others, have many strengths and also many weaknesses. We lead ordinary lives. And yet, within all this ordinariness you will find a great treasure. Just like in that ordinary field presented here in the parable. It's not a treasure you will find in other fields. It's not a treasure you will find, in other words, in other books or in other groups of people. No, you will find it in a specific field. 
a field that looks like any other field, which in close examination is actually a very extraordinary field. It's extraordinary because of the treasure found within it. Christ was just an ordinary man. He did not look or act much different from others around him. He ate, he slept, and he had human needs just like everyone else. He talked and he walked like other people. And yet he was the greatest man that ever lived. For he was not just a man, he was God incarnate. He was the greatest treasure that ever came upon this earth. And yet the majority of men did not recognize him as such. They did not realize the treasure within. A few, however, did find him. How? How did they find him? How do you find that treasure? Well, the reality is that you don't. The treasure finds you. And that's also what the Lord Jesus says in John 6, verse 44. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And the man in the parable did not go out looking for the treasure either. This man, he was not going out to the gambling houses or out into the world in order to find his treasure No, he found that treasure while he was doing his ordinary work in that ordinary field. But once he found the treasure within it, he embraced it with everything that he had. He immediately recognized its worth. Most people do not see the treasures in the ordinary fields. They are looking in the wrong places. Karim, you were looking in the right place. Oh yes, you have been to different fields. But it is within this field, within this church, that you realized your treasure would be found. This is where you found the Lord Jesus. You found it amongst us, amongst ordinary people. And it is the greatest treasure that you can ever find. And that is why you are here this morning to publicly profess your faith. The question for me and for all of us is, do we realize what a treasure we have within this ordinary field? Within the Bible that God has given us and within the community that we have? It's easy to take it for granted. Brothers and sisters, we are about to celebrate the treasure that God has given us, the treasure of the Lord Jesus Christ, his suffering and his death and his resurrection for our sakes. Through that gift, through that treasure, we may have life. We may have eternal life. Let's celebrate together. Let's celebrate within this ordinary field where that great treasure, the Lord Jesus Christ, is found. Amen. Let us sing from Psalm 24, the stanzas 2 and 3.